This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, it's Laura. And Angela. And we are about to start this week's episode, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Lyft. Angela, we owe a lot to Lyft. We owe our whole brand to Lyft, I might say. We had a long-distance relationship while we were trying to write a book. Angela lived all the way in Queens, technically Astoria, and I lived in Brooklyn. The only way we could get to each other's places... Quickly. Quickly was through Lyft or late at night, 3 a.m. We're writing. We also had to drag props to the theater. We couldn't carry those in the subway. We had too many. Lyft to the rescue. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe one of our listeners could pick us up and be our Lyft driver. Yeah. It's a nice little side hustle if you're looking for some extra cash, if you're in between jobs, looking to earn money. Maybe you're saving up to go back to school or get a second degree. You overachiever, you. You overachiever. Pick us up in your Lyft. There are other ride sharing apps out there, but Lyft treats their drivers right. It's a flexible way to make extra moolah anytime from nearly anywhere. All you need is a car. Lyft drivers can make up to $35 an hour. That's pretty good. And getting started is just a tap away. You can drive mornings, nights, weekends. Just flip into driver mode and start making money. Plus, Lyft drivers can earn tips right through the app. Those add up fast. And you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly once you've made 50 bucks. Thanks to Express Pay. It all adds up. Driving with Lyft is super flexible, allows you to keep 100% of your tips, and is always there when you need the extra cash. So you guys sign up today at lyft.com slash single. And right now, Lyft has a special offer for our listeners. You'll get a $500 new driver bonus after you complete 100 rides within 30 days. Angela, how much do you wish you knew how to drive right now? So much because I would totally do this, guys. I'm not even kidding. She doesn't have a license. I t- well, I have a license, but I can't really park or make left turns or anything. <laughs> So I would not be good, but you would probably be great. Because and, we, and we need you to pick Angela up. Yeah. And I need the city needs more drivers because I need to get around. So go to lift.com slash single today so you can start making extra money and get your $500 new driver bonus. Limited time only. Restrictions apply. Uh, that's lift.com slash single lift.com slash single. Now, now let's start, start the show. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. As spoken by the poet Kelly Clarkson. It is all about dealing with rejection and confidence. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, how cats could be affecting your sex life, and... A woman shuts down haters, talking smack about her engagement ring. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, Angela, what's going on with your week? Well, I feel like you and I have talked a lot about being honest with friends when they ask us for dating advice and and tell us dating stories. But I experienced something uh, last week of what to do when you're dealing with an acquaintance or someone who's barely an acquaintance telling you a terrible dating story. So I met a girl whose boyfriend was definitely cheating on her. Oh, uh, she is the coworker of my friend and she moved to New York from the Midwest to be with her boyfriend who she's, she's been with for five years. Um, she moved all the way to New York. She hates New York. He doesn't want to live with her. Mm. So she lives down the block from him 
and um, he won't even let her keep her toothbrush in his apartment. Oh, that's just mean. Doesn't he want her to at least have good breath? Well, you would think, right? But he just doesn't want the clutter. I mean, I let you keep a toothbrush at my place. Yeah, you do. I brushed my teeth right before we recorded this podcast. You did. You're welcome. And your breath smells amazing. (laughs) Thanks. How long have they been together? Five years and won't even let her leave a toothbrush. All right. Come on now. I'm skeptical. Skeptical is the least. The skeptical. Come on you are baffled so yeah so my friend who works with her has a theory that he's probably cheating because he does so he doesn't want like a trace of her so he like he's bringing girls over to his apartment possibly but like how cruel is that why would you let your girlfriend move all the way to midwest from the midwest to new york i mean let's talk about her like why is she still with this guy i know why is she with this loser these are not even red flags this is like a bull running at you wearing a red coat do bulls wear red what happens in bulls are attracted to red (laughs) okay well i have that wrong whatever there's a metaphor in there somewhere i just can't find it i can't find it either (laughs) and it's gone it's already lost the point is you need to break up with him but that's cool like at least being in this relationship inspired you to move to a new city there's so many people here that you can meet break up with this loser it's already easy you don't move you don't even live together i agree i think that's like a blessing that they don't live together it's a blessing because he sucks yeah, unfortunately, he lives down the block, but whatever. I think if she's happy in the Midwest, she should just go back to the Midwest and find somebody who will let her keep her toothbrush in their bathroom. End of story. End of story. So that that was just an interesting thing that I heard about this week. Uh, what about you? I think I think that that's a testament that shows that sometimes when you're in relationships, it's you have like relationship self dysmorphia. <laughs> And you, it's sure. hard for you to look at yourself and your relationship from an outside point of view. But almost, think about if she was describing her situation to someone else and talking about it in like the third person as if she's talking about someone else. I think it would be very clear. The facts are there. Right. I mean, yeah, every couple has like their intimate, happy moments. I'm sure that's what she's thinking of. But they can't be that happy that they're outweighing some, some suspicious shit like that. Right. So hopefully she works it out. What are you up to? What are you doing? Okay, so I have a question about my ex-boyfriend before I dated Nick. Okay, so he he works oh. for this yeah. <laughs> okay, so he works for this charity now. That's like a really cool charity and it's gets more people to be organ donors. Oh, cool. And it's really special cuz when we were dating, he was really lost and didn't know what he was going to do and like was just finished business school, mm-hmm. but he comes from like a successful family, was feeling really lost and and but like one thing he always talked about is when his dad got a heart transplant and how that impacted the family and the fact that his, he's very close with his dad. So anyways, he basically started this this organization that helps spread the word out of the importance of getting organ more organ donors and it's like registered like thousands and thousands of organ donors that's and re- great it's amazing and recently they were like profiled in the new york times so i shot him a text and i just said congrats on the new york times piece so awesome and inspired by the work you're doing because i'm just very happy for this person yeah. that is now like found his way right. especially yeah if he was lost and now he's doing something very good that's yeah great. so we had like a nice like just like quick back and forth like a few months ago and, and then he said that so inc- he texted me back and said that's so incredibly kind of you this has been a lot of work but it's really great to start really making an impact how's everything with you would love to catch up soon and okay. that was like a few months ago and so I was like yeah that'd be nice and neither of us have like instigated the catch up and I was thinking like do I even want to like what would we talk about what would be the point 
it's I'm, like I have not seen this person in now seven years. I think that there's probably a lot to catch up on. There's like, would you, would you make, would you follow up with the effort? To- no, I wouldn't because clearly he doesn't. Maybe he's dating somebody. Is he single? Do you know? No, he doesn't want to date me. That's no, no, but I mean, like, but maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he has like a crazy girlfriend who's like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna get dinner with your ex girl. Was this an official boyfriend? What was? Yeah, this? it was an official boyfriend, but we didn't date that long. But it was, it was one of those like short but uh, intense. Oh, okay. We, there right. was like a lot of traveling. Did you did you break up with him? Maybe you broke his heart. No. Is he heartbroken? And no, it was kind of like mutual. It ended like pretty. It was like not a good breakup necessarily, but um, but I would say it was mutual. Okay. I think it was like I broke up with him, then changed my mind, and then he broke up with me, and I was like, no, but I changed my mind. It was like one of those like back and forth, which basically in the right. end it was like mutual. Right. It was not. It was okay. not going well. So it's not like he's harboring any ill will towards you that we I, know no, of. No, no. I mean, not after this long. Oh, don't underestimate people. I have some grudges that I'm not letting go of. But okay, so he said that thank you. He said I would love to catch up soon. Was that the last thing he said? Yeah, and I said would love to catch up too. That would be nice. Now, that was like a few months ago. Is it weird that like neither of us have been like, cool, how about this time to catch up? Or should I just like let it go? There's really not a whole lot to catch up on. Would it be nice to catch up? Unless you have like a burning question for him. Like it sounds like you're you're, like kind of blase about it. You're like, I could take it or leave it. I'm really inspired by all the work he's doing. I'm really happy for him. I I guess I'm like a little curious. Like, oh, what are you up to? What's your family up to? Like when we were dating, his brother had just started dating his girlfriend at the time. Now they're like married. Mm. Do you think I'm maybe a little curious, like what maybe, the family motivated up to? by? Like, is your ego a little hurt that he was not more enthusiastic about wanting to meet up? No, I mean he's the one that brought it up. He's the one that said we'd love to catch up soon. So it was his idea. I would have never suggested that. Hmm. So I'm just a little like confused. Does that ever happen where you're like, yeah, let's hang out. Yeah, let's hang out, and then it just yeah. Lingers? I feel like I have certain friendships with people that that is the foundation of our friendship is just texting each other. We should catch up or we should hang out back and forth on a loop forever yeah one thing that i'll never forget about that um that happened during the breakup okay you read hillary winston's book too yes remember she talks about a boyfriend that when they were breaking up he basically did like when you're leaving a job they say like well how did you like working here right like an exit interview but like an exit sex interview mm-hmm. where like they're breaking up and it's like hey a exit interview a sex interview, interview where they're like hey um you know we're breaking up it's all good like we're going our separate ways, but like, how was I in bed? I'll never forget. He did a sex it interview with me where he wanted to know how he was in bed for his like next relationships. <laughs> and yeah. I just remember like being so kind of like awkward about the, about like the question. So that I was like, I was like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> was he, did he have anything to worry about? I mean, not really. Not, re- not really. Mm. No, mm. there wasn't like anything glaring. No, but it was okay. just, I didn't go into like detail. I was just like, no, yeah, like things were great. <laughs> you should have given, you could give him like, like an eight out of 10 scoring. I, I don't think we even numbered it, but I just remember being so confused by the question. It's bold. And no one's it's ever asked ask. that. But yeah. it's like a cool ask, I guess. Like people should maybe ask that more with one night stands. Like, hey, this was totally a one night stand. Um, but like, let's talk about it. Like, how was I? <laughs> I wonder how often people would get honest answers though. 
I mean, if a one night stand, at least, you know, you're never going to see that person and you didn't have enough time to develop an emotional relationship with that person. So you probably don't even care about their feelings as much as you do after someone being your boyfriend. Like, at least I cared about his feelings. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. But if somebody was like just inside you, you're not going to like then insult them. That seems harsh. Yeah, I guess you're right. But, but maybe, maybe there's some a, people would maybe if you're good at like constructive criticism, there's a way right. to say like, hey, yeah, that was like really good. But like you were a little fast. Like you could have spent right. a little more time. Maybe do like a compliment sandwich. Yeah. Which, like compliment real uh, critique followed by compliment. Yeah. I'll, I'll anyways, I'll just never forget our, our sex sex it interview. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to talk about that. He probably doesn't remember asking me that. I oh, I bet he remembers. You think? I mean, unless he just asks that of everybody. I don't know. I don't know. No, mm-hmm. he has he had nothing to worry about in that department. Good. Great good, good for you. But Greg. anyways, I if he I would say I'm I'm probably not gonna initiate the hangout. Yeah. But if he wants to like go get coffee and catch up, I don't see a problem with that. It's yeah, been I think you should go, but I don't think you need to follow up. It's been so long. It's not like a weird thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we talked that out. Yeah. Um, now it's time for us to find out what is in the news. <laughs> Angela, what have you been reading about? I'm so excited about this news story, Laura, um, but it might convince you not to get a cat. I'm not sure. It's from Playboy. It's the weird way your cat could be affecting your sex life by Lisa Beebe. Lisa Beebe. Lisa Beebe. She says, a study published in the Journal of Evolutionary Psychology suggests that a parasite commonly found in cats called Toxoplasma gondii could make people more interested in bondage, fetishes, and violent sex. That's interesting. I want to know, is this like toxoplasmosis when people get really ill from cat poo? That's another disease you can get from cat poo. Cat poo is a crazy thing. It can really, one of two extremes can happen. So basically, if you're on Tinder and and someone's really into BDSM, they might have a cat. You should ask them if they have a cat and they might just be ill and that's why they want to do some BDSM. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that there is a chance that that's possible. Apparently, they first started noticing this behavior in rats. The rats would um, like run towards cats, even though the cats were going to eat them. Wait, these researchers were from the university in the Czech Republic? Oh, yeah. They might have read our book while they were doing this study. And I recently there. went to the Museum of Sex in the Czech Republic in Prague. Anything about cat poop? Nothing about cat poop, but I, I talked about my experience in the sex museum in Prague. So the I told you, the Czech Republic like knows what's up when it comes to sex. They really do. Thank God for these scientists. We might have never known that. Okay, so what else? Tell I'm me gonna, more about I'm what's I'm looking going for on. a statistic for you. That humans are exposed when they clean their infected cat's litter box. Uh, the people that did this study estimate that 22.5% of the United States population now carries the parasite. Okay, that's like nearly one in four people that have cats. Yeah. But I guess nearly one in four people are into bondage, so it makes sense. Wait, is this 22.5% of the population or population with cats? They say the United States population. Holy shit. Because I'm guessing, you know, people have cats and they touch each other. They ride the subway. They spread that cat poop everywhere. So it can be dangerous if you're pregnant. So doctors advise pregnant women not to clean litter boxes. If you're a healthy person, uh, you'll quickly fight it off. You get like flu-like symptoms, but the parasite will remain in your brain. Oh, God. And while it's there, the study found that it makes people feel more aroused by their own fear. 
All right. I was, I mean, I would be open to getting a cat, but now not so much. It seems very or dangerous. Or maybe you would explore a new kind of type of sex genre. It could be But I could, I could explore that without being infected by cat shit. Without having a cat shit disease in your brain? Exactly. I don't understand why you're not into that. Um, All right. You but wanna, anyway, watch out, cat owners. Want to know what I've been reading about? Yes. I've been reading Cosmo. Sexy. Go on. Okay, a newlywed. This is about a newlywed's response to a woman who called her engagement ring pathetic. Okay, and this was... Oh. This was an article written by Tess Coman. Shout out to Tess. A woman named Ariel wrote on Facebook, My husband doesn't have a lot and neither of us do. We scrape and scrape to pay the bills and put food in our bellies. But after almost two years of dating, we decided that we couldn't wait anymore. So we didn't. I wasn't even thinking about rings. I just wanted to marry my best friend, but he wouldn't have it. He scraped up just enough money to buy me two matching rings from Pandora. I see their advertisements a lot. Very Mm -hmm. cute. Um, they bought like a sterling silver and cubic zirconio ring. Uh, while they were purchasing my rings, however, another lady that was working there came over to help the lady selling them to us. And she said, y'all, can you believe that some men get these as engagement rings? How pathetic. When she said that, she watched her husband's face fall. He already felt bad because he couldn't afford the pear-shaped set that I so obviously had my heart on. And that covered my Pinterest page. He already felt like a failure asking me again and again, are you sure you'll be happy with these? Are you sure you'll be okay? She said uh, he was so upset of the idea of not making her happy and and her not wanting to marry him because the rings didn't cost enough money and weren't flashy enough. Old Ariel would have ripped that woman a new one. But mature Ariel, get, do you want to guess what, what? Well, first, before I tell you what she said, I want you to, I want to know what you would have said to that woman. I definitely wouldn't have given them my business. I would have left because she worked there. You said the woman said, that said that worked there. Yeah, the woman that said Which that worked really there. Really dumb. Really I would have been dumb. like, "Yo, let's go." That's what I would have done. You. I would have had like a pretty woman Julie Roberts moment and been like, "Big mistake, huge." <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> that would have been great. So, but what she said was she was very. But she said it isn't the ring that matters; it is the love that goes into buying one that matters. And she bought the rings and left. And she said, y'all, I would have gotten married to this man if it had been a 25 cent gumball machine ring. Oh, but they got courthouse married. It was only a hundred and thirty dollar ring. And her post, which I love, has it had now has over fifty six thousand shares on Facebook, as well as hundreds of comments. And women have started sharing stories about their rings and marriages, too, and about like their inexpensive rings. But I love the story because I do I feel like there's definitely like a culture now of like engagement ring shaming where women right. are like oh look at my ring look at my ring but you know you know the show adam ruins everything which you and i are fans of he did a show on how diamonds are effectively worthless worthless but don't tell me because i still love I, I love my engagement ring it's beautiful but you don't, and I don't love it because s- of how much it costs you no just, i loved uh, it because we like got to go in together and we like picked it out together and it's really pretty and when i wear it i think of nick and he did like a little surprise thing on the back with like our initials right. yeah of course but but like i know in my heart after watching adam ruins everything that whole episode that like diamonds are basic, basically worthless like essentially like a ring means what it what it, whatever it means whatever you want it to mean right it can mean something like flashy if you're like some real housewife that wants like big old like a thousand diamonds everywhere 
or it could just, it's the symbol of what it means. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a girl. I like jewelry. Okay. Right. But like, everyone, but I would never shame another girl for having a small ring. Are you fucking crazy? Plus it's something you wear every day. So my style is not your style. Like I'm not going to judge what ring you want or you can afford. I'm like what a shitty person. What so a maybe shitty she's person. Maybe she's sad. Nobody's buying her a ring. I guess. But especially if you work at a store, like I, I see rings all the time and I know like my friends that are like super hippie friends that like go in the ocean and stuff like I'll send that are like dating people. I'll like send them rings that like are, are like cheap rings that are really pretty and that I think would be that they would find sentimental and I'll be like, oh my God, this is the ring you have to get. It doesn't have to be expensive. It's right. really like fits the personality of the person. I'm Ian is very lucky should things ever go in that direction because I'm just drawn to rings that are cheaper. Mm-hmm. I think I have like a funkier style you so might say tackier style you're gonna but. get a ring from Capard. yeah i like Capard. those are not crazy expensive you guys can Capard is not a sponsor on this podcast by the way but they are on my block like a few blocks away from my house and you could you can look up their rings online but they're just really beautiful everything nick has gotten me basically every gift for christmas and valentine's day and anniversaries from Capard, and I, i've loved yeah. everything he's gotten me from yeah. there I, I definitely see you wearing a cat bird ring in your future. Yeah, I like they have like the black, black ring. That's but this girl posted the picture of the ring that she ended up getting for $130. And I have to say it's super cute. It was really yeah. simple and it had like all different kinds of stones. Sounds great. But honestly, I think Pandora should see this post. Yes. If anybody, if any of you listeners work fire at Pandora. Fire that lady. Number one, fire that lady. But also I think that they should like. If I was them, I mean, I know she's happy with this ring now, but she also mentioned this pear shape ring that she really wanted that they couldn't afford. Yeah, they should they give sh- her an upgrade. They should give her an upgrade for the ring. I agree. That's what I would do if I worked at Pandora and heard about this story. Can I tell you a funny story uh, ring related with me and my mom the other day? Yes. Um, her friend's daughter got engaged and she sent me a picture of the ring and I was like, that's basic. And then my mom sent me a gif of a cat dancing and it said, you jelly. <laughs> first of all it was hilarious and i was like you know what maybe you're right maybe i am jelly there you go so that sales lady needs to look inside her heart like i did because somebody needs to send her a cat gift sounds like you could relate to that sales lady <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit um but yeah i love i love all of the anti-engagement ring shaming that has come forth yeah after this even though i call that girl's ring basic I don't begrudge her having it. <laughs> because that's what she likes. That's her style. She's, she's basic. She's Sorry, basic. just kidding. <laughs> no, but for real, like everyone has a different style. You can't judge it. Like yeah. some of my friends like more like gaudy rings. Some like really kind of like the classic Tiffany's ring. Others like more um, kind of like a unique like cluttered, like cluttered stones yeah. look. Like everyone's got their own look. This girl chose something very simple and pretty and no one should be engagement rings shaming her for god's sake get it together people just be happy that the love is there um on that note i still like my ring (laughs) (laughs) okay guys we are going to jump into the mailbox but first let's take a quick commercial break this week we would like to thank blue apron not all ingredients are created equal fresh high quality ingredients make a real difference so it's important to know where your food comes from. Angela and I are obsessed with Blue Apron. I'm going to make some tonight. Really? Yeah. Do you know what you're going to cook? 
I don't. And I kind of love that because I didn't look ahead of time. You can do You can look ahead and see what you're getting. I like to be surprised. Really? You don't like to customize your recipes, even though they give you all these amazing choices? It depends on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I want it. Sometimes I don't. And Blue Blue Apron gives me how I want it. (laughs) You're like the girl that always like picks the grab bag. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I'll pick like, I'll be like, I'm drawn towards the big one, but I'll take the small one. Maybe something exciting is in the small one. You're ridiculous. Um, What I love about Blue Apron is that it truly would be, it's like the cheapest possible date you could do with a date, yet the date that's the most romantic and would give you the most brownie points because nothing is hotter than cooking for someone or cooking with someone. Yet we know Blue Apron is less than $10 per person per meal. So like, why would you not cook Blue Apron on a date? I really want to see if our listeners cook Blue Apron on dates. I want them to email us or tag us in their Instagram photos. I would I would retweet a yeah. photo if it's good. And also, if you're single, I feel like... I can't retweet a photo. I meant re-insta a photo. Right, right. Which is harder to do. But I think if you're single, it makes for a good profile picture also. Because it's like, look, I can cook. So yes. you should like have a friend take a picture of you cooking. And then oh send it to us also so we can repost it. Yeah, single, coupled, whatever. Send us your pics of you cooking your blue apron. Um, so in addition to getting a great new Tinder picture, you're also going to love Blue Apron because it's affordable for less than $10 per person per meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. They're also flexible, which I don't know if a lot of people realize you can customize your recipe, like which Angela doesn't always like to do. Right. But you might want to, and you can. So you customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has special delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, You so you only get deliveries when you want them. It's easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card. Believe me, Lauren, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't easy. Hell no. And pre-portioned ingredients. And it can all be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And what I love about that is that's about the length of our podcast. Lately, our podcast has been going a little long. But you know what? By the time your food cools and you got it on the plate, our podcast will be wrapping up. You'll be good to go. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash single you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so do not wait blueapron.com slash single blue apron a better better way way to to cook. cook we would also like to thank our sponsor squarespace make your next move make your next website make your next move with a beautiful website from squarespace oh we love squarespace and angela it's a new year We just had an episode called New Year, New You. It could not be a better time to do that thing you've always wanted to do that you just haven't done yet, like create a professional website for whatever it is. Maybe you want to show off your photography and you've always been wanting to have a professional website for your photography. Yeah, like maybe you found you have a knack for making pottery and you want to sell your pottery and make a website. I remember, Angela, the first time that... I made our version, our first version of our website for our sketch show and our book. This is why you're single show.com. And I, I made our very first version with Squarespace. I honestly, that was a big moment. I felt like we were legit. Yeah. And well, <laughs> we, we weren't legit, but I just felt it because I could tell people like, oh yeah, you can like check out our website. Yeah. And you know what? If, if you can't afford business cards, you just do the website and then you go, oh, it's all on our website. I mean, honestly, you can yeah. contact us through our website. Who uses business cards? I mean, I, we still have some business cards, but like I always feel like such a douche when I hand them out. They, yeah, they wind up at the bottom of your purse. 
Then or like, if you're where an- is that business card? Or if you're Angela who hoards things, she has she has your business card. It has not been thrown away. It, but I haven't seen it in probably ages. <laughs> Anyways, I, I just remember that moment where I sent you like my the first version that I had created on Squarespace. And like that to me is a defining moment of our progress from yeah. sketch show to book to podcast to potential TV show. And like, we've been slowly updating our website along the way with our progress. And I don't know. I, yeah, it makes it real. It really does it, make it feel real. It helps you take it from like hobby to profession, career, perhaps one day. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, oh, but no, maybe. I I would call this a career. I I mean, I have my personal lauralane.com website. You can check that website out too. I'm not plugging myself. I'm just showing you these are different websites we've created on Squarespace. I also created my wedding website on Squarespace, uh, nickloveslaura.com. I create all of my websites on Squarespace. I have a lot of fun doing it. I love it. They're fun. I have a lot of fun doing it. I sometimes get like the domain and the website started before the ideas even finished do you do you have an example of one yeah like I'm, i want to do a book by myself and i like already started playing around on squarespace with like what the website will look like even though i haven't written the first chapter sometimes oh. i take it a little too far yeah that's fun though anyway fun yeah that's like the professional equivalent of like doodling somebody's last name next to your own yeah i just do it <laughs> i make squarespace websites so if you guys want to create your own squarespace website it's super easy there's an all-in-one platform you can create a beautiful website with squarespace's all-in-one platform there's nothing to install patch or upgrade ever they have award-winning 24 7 customer service so if you have any questions they can help you out and Squarespace offers a uni- unique domain experience that's fully transparent and simple to set up. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code SINGLE to get 10% off your first purchase. That's SINGLE, S-I-N-G-L-E. You're going to get 10% off. Now let's get back to the show. Angela, what do we have in the mailbox? Okay, only one question this week um, from an anonymous listener. Uh, she writes earlier this year, I dated a guy for a couple months. He broke up with me very out of the blue and it crushed me. It had become, oh, I had become good friends with several of his friends and really thought I might never see them again after that. So I invited one of them to hang out uh, around a month after we broke up. No, 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 girl. Guess what happened next? No, 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 no. Being lonely and sad and knowing he had been into me before I dated his friend, it wasn't surprising that we ended up getting drunk and engaging in some questionable activities. Okay, unless you live in like a small town with only 100 people, there is no reason you you should be inviting your ex's guy friends to hang out with you. But then, then again, she did say the original guy crushed her, so... What better yeah, but, revenge? Yeah, but no, no. Re- I, mean, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just going with her thought process. Okay, go Putting ahead. myself in her shoes. Okay, but it doesn't end there. Something else happened. Uh, she says, I didn't really feel anything for him, though. So even though we've hung out since, that's the only time anything ever happened between us. Cut to now. I've been hanging out with the original guy and all his friends again a lot. So now she's back with the ex. So now, like, her... The original, act, no, she's not back with him, but they're all just friends. They're hanging out. So okay. the, the two guys she hooked up with are all buddies, hanging out. Everyone's on good terms. Things are especially going well as she says, I've been talking to a new guy that I really like and we have plans next week. The only catch, this guy is also best friends with the other two guys. Why is she only dating I this? I don't know. Why is she only dating this one guy group? She's dating every dude in the group. 
She says, he obviously knows about the original guy I dated, but has no idea I even still talk to the other one, let alone what happened with us. These guys are all really close-knit, apparently not as close as you think, and basically talk to each other constantly. I'm really afraid someone is going to spill the beans on my drunken mistake. Yeah, duh. Should I tell this new guy what happened? At what point does it become something I've hidden from him? Oh, this is so tough. Okay, I think she... All right, she's got to make a decision. All right, let's go with the scenario that she is not going to tell him. She needs to talk to that guy that she had the drunken hookup with and be like, dude, you don't slip this to anyone. This did not happen. But did then not she, happen. She's always going to worry, though. Like, she can't guarantee he's not going to say anything. I mean, if she doesn't say anything, she's not lying, though. Unless I think he asks. Say something. If he asks, then she has to tell him the truth. She can't lie. But. You don't have to like, you don't, when you start dating people, you don't provide them with your black book of every person you've hooked up with. Right. I don't, yeah, I would say, especially like, I don't know how many times she's hung out with this new guy or where it's going, if it's anything serious. I would say if things look like they're getting serious, then maybe she should say something. Maybe. I'm trying I to also, think. I wouldn't be so sure that if they're so close, he doesn't know already. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's weird. Guys are different. They don't like, they don't necessarily tell all their guy friends, everyone they've hooked up with, especially if it was, if it was like a girl that someone in the group would, had dated, I bet like his friend didn't want his other friend, like the, the second guy she hooked up with probably didn't want his other friend to get mad. Like, why are you hooking up with my ex-girlfriend? I feel like he could have been mad that, uh, that especially since it ended badly. I think yeah. he probably also didn't want anyone to know that they hooked up because he probably thought it would upset his friend in the guy group but then maybe so much time passed that this third guy is like oh it's cool i can start dating her so much time has passed whereas with the second guy not a lot of time had passed so it right. could have upset things in the guy group whereas this third guy is like okay you guys are all friends we're all cool now i can date her since you guys are clearly since you're not interested in her i don't know it's, it's just a it's a bad look if it looks like she has fucked every guy in the guy group well yeah i mean she's welcome to do that i know We're, don't i'm not saying in a slut shamey way i'm saying honestly clarify no you could hook up with her if you want i know you're trying to play the whole like anti-slut shaming card right. which you know our pug is very right. like anti -slut. <laughs> yeah shut up but let's okay. be honest you can't like hook up with every guy in a no. guy group and expect everything to be cool let's well, be real let's be real angela so in college one of my good friends wound up dating not sleeping with but dating um these three guys that were roommates <laughs> At one point, not, you know, not all at the same time, but eventually. And she kind of destroyed their friendship yeah. as a result. But then eventually after she had worked through all three of them, they like got back together as friends and bonded over hating her a little bit. So that could potentially happen. There's a bar in the Lower East Side in New York called Leave Rochelle Out of It. <laughs> and it's a bunch of guys that all dated this girl named Rochelle that were like business partners, though. That's great. And they named the bar Leave Rochelle Out of It. Isn't that so funny? So she Ro could... <laughs> Rochelle's the chillest girl, too. She was at works at Madeiras Village in Nicaragua, which is where I had my bachelorette party. And anyways, now she's dating a guy in Nicaragua and they have a baby and they're all happy. But they're How still... did you find all this out? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, you get like, you know, when you like stalk someone online. No, um, I don't know. She's like mutual friends with a bunch of my friends. Oh, interesting. But yeah, so it's anonymous could be like Rochelle. So it could happen where like they could be totally cool with it. And then they're going to go start a bar called leave anonymous out of it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I kind of think she shouldn't tell them. And if they find out, then she's just 
open with it and explains and doesn't make a big deal out of it and just says, yeah, we we hooked up once. It wasn't a big deal. And it was a while ago. And like we were kind of drunk. I regret it. But I really like you. And I don't think that she needs to tell him. I really don't. I would just be I would not like the feeling of living in fear that like this secret that I kept is going to become a bigger thing than it already is. But she's assuming it's going to become if a he big finds thing. out. First of all, he might already know. She doesn't even know that he doesn't know. He might already know and not care. Number well, one. He knows that she dated the original guy. So clearly he doesn't have that big of a problem with dating somebody that's hooked up with one of his friends. But maybe he knows about the second guy and just hasn't told her that he knows. That's well, that, was, that was my original thought. That's a possibility. But I think she doesn't. All right. Well, you can follow either one of our advices. Angel thinks clear the air so you don't live in fear. I think there's no reason to live in fear because even if he finds out, he still might not care. You just explain the situation and just say it was a one-time thing. It wasn't a big deal. I honestly like forgot about it. Um, well, you didn't forget about it. Maybe don't say that. Just say it wasn't a big right. deal and just explain things. Don't lie. Don't lie. But I really don't think you need to say anything. I think it's not a big deal. I think you can say it, but maybe downplay it. Let us know whose advice you go with. This is a cage match of advice. Uh-huh. And uh, let us know what happens. If you guys want your listener questions answered, or if you have funny text messages from an app you want to share, you can email us at contact at com. You can also find all of our contact info on our website, com. Now let's dive in to the reason of the week. This week's reason is what doesn't kill you makes you Okay, I played a little more of the song than that was that was good. It's that was such a all good, good song. advice. It's all good advice. Still a really good song. Uh but yeah, this week's reason is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Exactly. And it's all about being okay with rejection, putting yourself out there. You will get you won't feel as hurt in the end if kind of honestly, if you let yourself get rejected and you know what that feels like, you won't be so scared. I feel like a lot of people are scared to go for people that they're interested in because they're so worried about that rejection. Like how many emails do we get from people saying, I like this girl, but I don't know how to tell her. And right. just like put just your, do it, do it, put yourself get rejected. out there. Maybe you'll get rejected. I can't tell you how, learn. how many times Angela and I have told our own stories of people that we were interested in, that we were too scared to let them know. And and then we like live to regret it. Right. And then there are also scenarios where I, I was scared and then I let a person know that I was interested in them and I did get rejected and I don't regret it. Yeah. She basically made out with someone's face who didn't move. It was like, uh, what's it called when you hook up with people that are dead? necrophilia yeah she basically like committed necrophilia but with a live person but his but he might as well have been dead because his face didn't move but believe it or not i don't regret it you guys because it was character building Angela, and i realized also that maybe i like it kind of made me less attracted to that person because i was like hey your face doesn't move would you agree that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger after that experience i didn't die and i'm here and i'm stronger so so yes you know what i equate it to can i what? make a metaphor before we move on please when people work in kitchens they burn their fingers a lot and then because of that they're able to pick up hot stuff like if you've been working in a kitchen for a long time you become like kind of numb to hotness you can like pick things up easier so that's 
you need to like singe the feeling of yourself. It's like playing guitar when you develop calluses on your fingers. Or I've been doing trapeze lately and I have calluses on my palms now and it's really painful and I can only do trapeze for like an hour and a half. But then once the calluses develop again, I can do it for like two hours because the bar hurts. So yeah, you need to develop calluses or, or on your heart or burn off your, your hands or yeah, or in this situation on your heart. Yeah. This is all really, this reason's reason of the week is really all about confidence, self-empowerment, not being scared, allowing yourself to be hurt. And, uh, what, what doesn't, doesn't kill you makes, makes you stronger. stronger. Now it is time for our reason of the week. Break down. It is hard to be brave in the face of rejection, Angela Spera. I know it is, Laureline. Just ask every movie you've ever seen. We're going to explore this more in a game that I call Guess the Rejection Quote. I have chosen a few quotes for you, Angela, and you have to guess what movie they're from. Are you ready to play? I'm so ready. Maybe the happy... Okay, this is, I'm starting. Okay, I could tell because I could tell you're in character. Maybe the happy ending is this. Knowing after all the unreturned phone calls, broken hearts... Through the blunders and misread signals, through all the pain and embarrassment, you never gave up hope. This is from a movie? Yeah. Damn. I'll give you a hint. It's okay, a yeah. book that was optioned into a movie, and it's like one of those movies where there's like 30, 30 famous people in it. <gasps> oh, um, he's just not that into you. Yeah. Yeah? Got it. Those were good hints. I, G- would, I wouldn't have gotten it if you hadn't given me those. Gigi said it. Oh, okay. Okay, next up. People worry about kids playing with guns or watching violent videos, that some kind of culture of violence will take them over. Nobody worries about kids listening to thousands, literally thousands of songs about heartbreak, rejection, pain, misery, and loss. Did I listen to pop music because I was miserable, or was I miserable because I listened to pop music? That high fidelity. Oh my god, you're so good at this game. Uh, all right, I'm very proud of myself. I didn't know that one at first, but then the music thing got me. Yeah. Okay, ready for the next one? Yes. Marty, one rejection isn't the end of the world. Marty. I don't like Marty McFly, Back to the Future. Oh. You are three for three. This is crazy. That's the only pop cultural Marty I know. I mean, you already technically won because there's only five, but I'll oh, still keep going. Let's see. Yeah. If, all right. Um, well, I guess do you win if you get that's only 60 percent. No, you have a D. You currently have a D. We'll keep going. You're harsh. <laughs> Watch me tonight. I'll hook up with a guy tomorrow. Pull the switch before the 10 days are up. I'm going to have this guy running for his life. Damn, I don't know this. Yeah, you do. Before 10 days. Oh, how this guy in 10, not 10, what is it? 10 days? <laughs> no she's the what whole did she say no the whole plot of the movie is losing him in 10 days but the but the movie's actually called how to lose a guy in 30 no angela yeah how to lose a guy in 10 days oh <laughs> thank you for that breakdown <laughs> okay all right this one you're gonna get i know it good job now you have a b oh good don't you like how like when we have a guest if they're doing bad and they're like oh i'm not doing good we're like no you're so good at this you're great and then when it's just the two of us like i'm like oh you're gonna work for a bitch get your <laughs> shit together okay uh, miss elizabeth i have struggled in vain and i can bear it no longer 
These past months have been a torment. I came to Rosings with the single object of seeing you. I had to see you. I have fought against my better judgment, my family's expectations, the inferiority of your birth by rank and circumstance. All these things I am willing to put aside and ask you to end my agony. Pride and Prejudice. Holy shit. Did I get a hundred percent? A hundred percent. I know my pop culture. You do. Um, so I hope that was inspiring to you guys to face rejection just like so many of our pop culture icons have. Yes. Don't be afraid to get a calloused heart. But definitely you got the last one because my accent was so good, right? And you said Miss Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh, fine. Listen. Don't give me the credit where credit is <laughs> but, due. But yes, the accent really helped. Thanks. It was very accurate. Thanks. We hope we've cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. We just had our one-year anniversary. Woohoo! Yes, we did. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at the lauralane.com and on twitter i am simply laura lane and you know speaking of amazon by the way guys i was i noticed we don't have a ton of amazon reviews so if you did buy the book and you liked it if you want to throw us a review on there that's always helpful that'd be cool thanks yeah Yeah. please do that why not review us on on itunes too we we true like angela checks these things every day please just did i did i get another review did i get another review did someone review our podcast not what i do guys did someone review our book on amazon no there's still just 12 that's not what i do but it is what i do i don't get it thousands (laughs) of people have bought our book why are not a lot of them reviewing it the reviews we do have are good we do have good reviews but lately for whatever reason there's like an influx of old people commenting and being like yeah i bought it it's for people in their 20s what do you think did you what did you think there are two 20 year olds on the book cover so i don't know I don't know. It's giant pink. Fu- yeah. No, we did not. I'm sorry. Like maybe in 30 years, we're going to write a version for our senior citizens that are trying to date out there. We fully support you dating. Right. But no, this this book was, I would say, from if you're 15 to 40. Yeah. This and book you know, is if for you. If you're older than 40, maybe you can find some stuff in it. But don't complain if you can. OK. It's all about modern dating. Um, so anyway, that's going on. If you're in our demo, you might want to read into an Amazon review. You can follow me at, twi- uh, at Sparodactyl on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, did we mention our show stuff? You can follow at your single show on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you can also like on Facebook. You can like and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.